What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here in Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia, here in the heart of Arlington County. We are in Clarendon, of course. We are back for episode 131. A big show to get to today. And of course, to get us through this big show to my right, it's Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? I've made a decision about my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're building a cell phone carrier store down the block from us. Yes. Uh, yeah, we won't. I was about to name the name, but our other co-host. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know upset. that they've done me any favor. So yeah. my cell phone provider has a store that's being built down the block. Yes. And when that store opens, I will go get a new phone. Yeah, she's got like the iPhone 4, uh, which is... One uh, one step behind what actually what what our other co-host to my left, William E. Docs, has. Yeah, Docs, what's up? I'm gonna get a new cell phone sometime too. I've mm-hmm. been looking. Uh, the The only hang up is that it requires me to leave my house to go get a new phone, mm-hmm. and and that's it. But that's the beauty of this. The store is going to be right there, so mm-hmm. you can just go after. We In can go together after a podcasting yes. recording. It's going to be from here. They're building it here. No, no, they're building it just right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll do that, too. Is it my provider as well? Well, possibly. <laughs> I, I don't think it is, but I actually think that you're provi- – I mean, in the heart of the universe, they've got multiple options for providers, of course. Right. So you've got your provider on one side of the street and your provider on the other side of the street. Oh. So that's what's so great about uh, mm-hmm. Clarendon, one of the great things well, about Clarendon. Joanna, Call what of the cell phones? <laughs> Joanna, what version uh, phone are you going to get? Because I need to get plus one. <laughs> Just status quo. The ten. Is that what we're on now? That is they the skip iPhone nine. X. They yeah. skip nine. There's the eight wow. and the and the X that just came out. So I, I guess I am pretty far behind. I thought we were still on the seven. No, no. <laughs> but, sorry. But uh, don't say iPhone. Also, I think that this this large corporation that's putting these phones out um, is contributing to the dumbening of America mm-hmm. because they skipped a number and nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I think they just wanted to do ten because of the X. It's better a better Roman numeral to do. Farley, what's the Roman numeral for nine? It's the V, and then there is. Uh, I'm sorry. It's the it's the <laughs> I and then the X. Yeah. Yes. It's the I and the X. That's kind of cool too. It still has yeah. an X in it. No, yeah. but I think it's it's cleaner. It's better marketed. Easier to market the X. Okay. So. Uh, so why can they just wait for the next? Why can they make a nine and then just wait for the ten? I don't. I, and these are questions I just I'll never be able to over my head. Once they come out with it with one new emoji, which will require them to add another increment to the phone product, mm-hmm. what's that product name going to be? Again, questions <laughs> that i just not going to be able to answer. I do love technology. I love talking mm-hmm. phones, but uh, we do have a big show to get to. Uh, very excited today to be joined in studio by the executive director of the Outer Banks Sporting Events, it's Ray Robinson. He's going to join us in studio. We're going to talk about his series of events. He's got road races. He's got triathlons. He's got a number of events that uh, are great to, to travel to. Have you guys ever been to the Outer Banks? I have, yeah. I go Banks, every year. It's, it's like Thanks one for of the, remembering. <laughs> it's, it's one of the, the greatest uh, uh, vacation spots here on the East Coast. And... So Clarendon is the greatest place <laughs> right, on, right. in America, spots. and then Outer Banks is the greatest vacation yes. spot. So. Farley can only say this because he established that Julie doesn't listen, uh, but <laughs> Julie would be so angry with him for not saying the Jersey Shore. That is that. That is true. Well, uh-huh. let's not confuse the list. We're going to talk Outer Banks today. We're going to talk uh-huh. to Ray Robinson. Excited to talk to him We're going to find races. out what version phone he has. All right. We will definitely yeah. ask, him, ask him that. Uh but also on today's program, uh, we're going to talk about a elite runner who took a break from running, and okay. I'm going to relate it to uh, Joanna. So uh, right. look look forward to that. Also, we've got a "Where Are They Now?" segment. I've got a couple of uh, folks for that. We, we are on such a big streak with that segment. Uh, we are for sure. Uh, some high school running news. I want to compare William Dox's team to mm-hmm. the latest greatest team, potential greatest team of maybe all-time Virginia history. Uh, so we'll, t- we'll talk about that. Hmm. And then finally, uh, some road races 
happening here in November. Uh, a lot of great turkey trots coming up. So we'll talk a little about turkey trots. And I'm running the Philadelphia Marathon this weekend. Ooh. So by the time this, this uh, podcast posts, uh, we will know whether my uh, streak has continued or not. Your streak since 2006? No, <laughs> since 99. I love how I act like people actually care or know. Well, what but I'm I have a about. no. I have a real question okay. though. What happens if you don't run under three hours in the Philadelphia Marathon? Do you have a backup, or is this uh, the end? This is not the end. I will figure out a backup. Uh, maybe Ray can mm-hmm. put on a race for me if you if the out of banks. I don't <laughs> Just know. Put one on for you because you're running out of time in 2017. <laughs> I, I, I am. Well, I, I will tell you, Farley, that uh, not having a backup plan kind of puts the pressure on you during this race. Yes. So, like, like you have no choice. But to push through and get that three hours, you can't be hurting at That's the true. at the at the thirteen mile mark right. and be like, you know what, I'm gonna bag it. I'm gonna go get uh, Gino's uh, <laughs> steak. Uh, steak, Philly Philly cheesesteak, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, and then I'm just gonna go do that that Milwaukee right. marathon, well, which I think you should do since it's typically short. Well, let's talk about this now. But yeah. does that does that sort of motivation work for right. you? Right. So let's, yeah, let's remind the, and that's a good question. Let's remind the listeners, uh, make it all about me for a second here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've run a sub three hour marathon uh, since 1999. So this will be my 19th. With, with an asterisk. And and we can debate the asterisk or not. Yeah, but it, I mean, for people who aren't familiar with the story, at least tell them the story of I, the asterisk. I did run in 2006, the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. And on my watch. No, I, no, no. Tell them the whole story. Okay, well, I, I ran. But be quick. And stop. <laughs> I ran and stopped at a bar, and every single five, all five boroughs of New York City had a beer, beer at each bar, uh, and finished the race in 3:30. My watch time was about 2:56, something like that, 2:55, somewhere mm-hmm. around that range. So in my mind, I ran not in my mind. I ran a sub three-hour marathon with breaks. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> on my watch, it was uh, sub three hours. But and, the, and, and and if you look at my times from 2006, uh, I would easily. No, no, no. We're not doing this debate. Yeah, okay, we're not. Okay, okay. The, right, the right, whole right, point gotcha. is the whole point is that there is some contention that you make the statement that you have run a sub three hour marathon Every with an asterisk year. because there's a story with one year. Yeah. And I debate that there's no asterisk needed. I don't know. You go back and li- if you have, if you don't know this story, go back and listen to the show. So you, you don't have to. It was the exact same conversation <laughs> that we just had. So, <laughs> so this is my 19th uh, calendar year. Uh, really excited to to get to 19, so then I can decide where 20 is going to be. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, am I nervous? Is is there uh, or not? That wasn't your question. I just asked if you responded to that kind of pressure. Oh yeah, like well, you know how some people <laughs> right. go into a race with like BQ or bust, and right. then I th- feel like sometimes maybe they don't have realistic expectations because right. they're like BQ or bust, but like they already know going into the race they've been sick or their training didn't go right. well, so it's kind of an unrealistic goal, and then they get really down on themselves when they don't achieve the goal bq yeah. or bust being a boston qualifier yeah well uh, here's for, for those like me that don't know that kind I, of stuff. I am i am very realistic about my training so i i don't i know one thing about marathoning you're not going to catch a flyer on that day and all of a sudden be like 15 minutes ahead of what your projected time or it just doesn't happen I know I've tried that approach. People it try it all the time <laughs> and then try to run like I'm going to try to run 3:30. So I'm going to go out and run, you know, I don't know. I'll run the first half marathon in 1, you know, 35 or something that like that, which uh-huh. is equivalent to a 3:10 marathon. And inevitably they walk the second half of the race and mm-hmm. run two hours for the second half and, you know, run. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Or, are we talking about a specific person no, here? <laughs> no, no, not, nece- not necessarily. I, uh, not not anybody in this room, but uh, maybe somebody in the next room. Right. Well, uh, maybe he was more like four hours, but uh, yeah. Uh, but that, that it just doesn't happen. You don't catch flyers on the day of the race. So I'm very realistic about my training. My training hasn't been great, but what I have going for me is that I run every day, and I would argue that the most important aspect of training for a marathon is consistency of running doesn't necessarily have that. to be have to be your long run doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be all these workouts that you wanted to do or should have done but i think if you well, run consistently every single day you know eight to ten miles then you should be able to do it and that's what i got in my back pocket i did one 20 miler 
uh, a couple Thursdays ago, and I thought it went fine. I wasn't totally done. Well, here's the, here's end, the thing. First of all, when you say that the consistency is the most important thing, I disagree with that because I've consistently not run, and I'm not going to break three hours <laughs> well, in the marathon. consistently run <laughs> is what I mean. Well, right, and well, I think the time on your feet is important, but, I mean, that it, what you're being consistent with matters because right. if you're just running three miles every day, it's not going to help your marathon no, training. No. Yeah, I think but you've got to run an hour a day. Yeah, the time on your feet yeah. to prepare you for a long race, I think right. is what's important. And so I, I, I've done that. I haven't had these like huge, great workouts or mm-hmm. great long runs that I can. So, so this what's is your the strategy? Least pre- this is Probably. the least prepared I've been. I will say that my strategy yeah. is to run uh, one twenty nine fifty nine and then one twenty nine fifty nine for the second. So pretty even. Really, split. you're gonna this. You're basically you're going for this sub three hour marathon the same way you you catch an airplane. <laughs> giving myself you're not giving any margin for error <laughs> yeah that's about right <laughs> and and just to give you some context on, on what i'm going to be doing this weekend i'm heading out to uh louisville for for cross-country nationals uh going to fly out of uh, going to take a car i got to figure out getting a car from louisville to cincinnati fly from mm-hmm. cincinnati to philly my mom's picking me up i'll have james with me picking me up at 5 30 my little brother's picking up my race bib for me uh we're going to go to dinner uh hopefully get the hotel that i'm still trying to secure uh that night then uh my mom james and then julie will train in and be in at uh, about uh, 10 or 11 o'clock that night Wake up at seven, go to the start. Oh, six, six, six o'clock. The race. I'm already at seven. stressed out. Yeah, race starts at seven. Uh, go to the start and then just try to run one twenty nine fifty nine, one twenty nine fifty. Joanna, this is this is how he functions. I in was going to say yeah. life. I know. Chris well, exists in chaos. I yeah. can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Me neither. This wouldn't work for me. But but uh, I think that you're putting yourself in your element. Yeah. So, so I think I could be. I, I, uh, I think I can pull it off. So. Thank you for, uh, for you, my co-hosts and the listeners for indulging me and listening to me talk about me, all about me. Um, uh, but yeah, and, I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday. And shame on everybody who fast forwarded to this exact moment. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> all right. Although we appreciate the download, whether you listen or not. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, next up, uh, we have the executive director of the Outer Banks Sporting Events. Uh, he's Ray Robinson. He's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Joanna, we are excited to be joined in studio by the executive director of the Outer Bank Sporting Events. It's Ray Robinson. Ray, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, oh, folks. Man, thanks for thanks for being here. Um, thrilled to have you uh, make the trip here from North Carolina to come to Clarendon here, right outside D.C. And you you actually have some ties to the D.C. area, right? Yeah, yeah, Chris. My uh, my god sister works in the mayor's office here okay. for uh, Mayor Bowser. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and and she's been doing some great things. I've seen her at road races. I've seen her. You know, promoting fitness and health too. So that's that's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mayor Bowser is is a uh, force to be reckoned with. She's really doing some great things for uh, for DC. Yeah, well, you're doing some great things uh, down there in North Carolina. Now we um, we got an email last week from a listener. I think it was Carrie who Carrie, uh, yeah. yeah who wanted us to talk about some races that you could travel to. And we thought, wow, what a better person! Uh, what, who who would be a better person than Ray to have in to talk about his series of races? Um, the Outer Banks. Everybody knows the Outer Banks. Everybody from the D.C. area either vacations there or wants to vacation there. What's, <laughs> what, what is so great about the Outer Banks? Because I I know Docs, you go regularly. Docs. I yeah, we go every year. I'd yeah. rather people not go. <laughs> right. <You> wanna, <laughs> At least you? while I'm no, there. No, we're gonna promote. We're gonna. <laughs> well, they can go the other weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't go when I'm there. Yeah. What is so great about <laughs> the Outer Banks, right? Well, you know, we we say in Dare County, um, and, and that's the Outer Banks. We say you, you got to run Outer Banks style. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. We got the, the greatest uh, natural scenery of uh, any marathon I've been to. Uh, you can't beat it. The beach is right there. The sound is on the other side. Uh, birthplace of flight. Yeah, yeah. that's right. 
Uh, I see those license plates. I think they say first in flight. Yeah, that's North correct. Carolina. Yeah. Farley, do you play the license plate game? What what is what's the license plate game? <laughs> Where you have to get all fifty states? I, I don't I don't know that. No. I, so the answer is no, I don't play that game. Uh-huh. But I bet your brother's playing. Right. You and I will play that sometime. <laughs> um, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, uh, five races there. You're the executive director of uh, of the Outer Bank sporting events. What did you do before uh, before becoming executive director? Sure, sure. I was actually CEO of a boys and girls club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. So I've, I've been in nonprofit management my whole career. Yeah. So what makes you know what makes your series? Uh, what, so it's a nonprofit versus like. You know what's the big difference between your nonprofit and and let's say you know the 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 rock and roll races, which are a for profit ent- entity. Oh sure, sure. So a hundred percent of our net proceeds go back to two beneficiary foundations: the Dare Education Foundation, mm-hmm. which helps young people go to college and get college ready, and helps professional development for teachers, and the Outer Banks Relief Foundation, which helps folks who may be on hard times. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and I, I saw, and I, I was going to get into this later, but. Since we brought brought it up here, I, I saw you guys raised fifty million dollars over the course of all the events you guys have put on. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. So our our total economic impact has been fifty million dollars. Wow. Huge, huge milestone for us as an organization. Um, obviously, means a lot to the community that we're in. Um, it means a lot for folks who are coming in and experiencing our races. Yeah, and so the economic impact, you're bringing people in, you know, they're spending money with the local businesses uh, and, and, do, and probably staying, you know, afterwards and making a vacation out of it, right? Oh, yeah. Mo- most of our folks come down and they stay an entire week, not wow. just the weekend. And they bring an average of three to four people with them when they come. Wow. So we're talking about a family race. That's, that's fantastic. So what, what are the races? Sure. I'll give you the rundown. So we have our Flying Pirate. That's our half marathon. We have our triathlon. We have Storm the Beach, which is an on-beach obstacle race. Mm-hmm. It's like none other. Storm the Beach. So you're, you're, you're running on the beach. You're doing obstacles. Like, what kind of obstacles? I'm oh. more of a road racing guy, so that kind of scares me a little bit. What kind oh, of you, obstacles? Oh, you got to come out and do it, Chris. Right, yeah. we, we've, got, uh, we've got walls that you're jumping. Okay. We've got... Um, Tunnels that you're crawling, crawling through, through and you're jumping in the ocean wow. and back out. Yeah, people love it. We, we've had great reviews. As a matter of fact, at our marathon a week ago, I had five people run up to me and said, Ray, when are you opening registration for Storm <laughs> the Beach? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And how uh, long is that? Yeah, what's the distance, distance of, of that? that? So we, we have a one, a three, and a five-miler. Cool. So not, not outrageously right. huge. Mm-hmm. Anybody could kind of jump in yeah. last minute. I'll do the one-miler. How yeah. much does it change your pace? It quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit. Running yeah. on the sand is no joke. Well, that's um, yeah, that's uh, that part huge, I can understand. Yeah. But I'm also wondering about like the obstacles and stuff like that. Like, like how long is it going to take Farley to run the one miler <laughs> with obstacles? Uh, I don't know about Farley. Uh, <laughs> he has yeah. no upper body strength. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that, that helps out. Um, yeah, it's like it's just going to take me an, uh, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> One hour. Yeah. But it's it's fun times, and you know we we have an after concert coming up this year for Storm the Beach, so on beach concert. Um, it becomes an entire weekend. So those are th- I think uh, by we count three. we got yeah. three okay. before we interrupted you. Okay, go so ahead. did I tell you guys about our triathlon? Yeah, you said the triathlon. Okay. You got the flying um, pirate. Pirate and, and then flying, flying pirate is is a half, half marathon. marathon. Yeah. And then we have our Outer Banks Marathon, which is our signature event. It's yep. what we started with. Um, huge, huge race. This year it was the North Carolina Championship Okay. Um, in, uh, in the marathon. Last year we did half marathon championship. So that weekend consists of a 5K and 8K. Our Southern Fried Sits that we're so happy about. Oh, wait, a what? A Southern Fried Sits. Mm. All right, yeah. that sounds yeah. Elaborate, please. Yeah. Yes, I, I have to. So <laughs> yeah. let, let's say uh, Chris and I are training for the marathon, and you know what? My training isn't going so well. I, I mm-hmm. haven't really done what I should have done to be able to finish a marathon. Okay. I can jump in the southern sits, and when I see Chris, I can jump in the race and run the last sits with him. Nice. Oh, oh, that's okay. very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so if Chris really runs under three hours, yes. can I say that I ran under three hours for a marathon? <laughs> I'm trying to run yeah. under three hours this weekend at the Philadelphia Marathon. I should have come and ran last weekend yeah, with you. Yeah, we um, got to get you. But 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 so Joanna could run the last six miles with me, which is very cool because not 
uh, no, there I don't know races that do that because people do love to run their friends and family in and sort of banditing. So yeah. this is allowing you to do it. You know, oh yeah, legally on the up your, and up, on the yeah. up and up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very cool. Oh yeah. So we also have a relay as part of uh, this event that we uh, we opened up this year, which went over really good. We had over twenty teams nice. sign up for relays, and you get to pick your distance because wow. the, the time is on the baton. So hmm. that's very. Cool. And that's that's at the marathon distance with with uh, a team. Yes. Collectively running twenty six miles. Yes. So cool. that happened last week. So that was a relay. A 5K, a 8K, a half marathon, and then a full marathon. And the Southern Six. And the Southern, Southern Six. There wow. you go. That yeah. is that All is in one package. All in weekend. Yes. Nice. Wow. Wow. I'm glad we didn't book you last weekend. Because you probably <laughs> were a little not, busy. It would not have, it would not yeah. have been a good, uh, a <laughs> not good time. Not a good weekend. Yeah. yeah, not at all. But we had a great time. Yeah. Um, great after events. We have uh, several receptions before our events. Mm-hmm. So a great time for runners to come out. And uh, we're announcing something that no one else is doing right oh, now. Oh, breaking, breaking news. you have a breaking uh, news sound effect here? Uh, we'll, we'll find something yeah, yeah. And, and throw it in <laughs> yeah, post-production. Yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. I'll tell you what we're doing. You've, you've heard of people having season passes, right? Mm-hmm. Season passes to all your races. We're doing a season pass with an accommodations wow. piece. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. So so for for a mere $1000 a year, you get two registrations to all of our events and accommodations for a marathon. Wow. So for $1000, you will you have a place for everybody to stay. Mm-hmm. You get in the race. Mm-hmm. For and two for of two them. people. Mm-hmm. For two two, two of people. Them. Wow. Yeah. That's that's that is that's a that's a heck of a deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we, we will we will tweet out and, and send out all the particulars of that that deal okay. um, on, on at, at Pace the Nation, of course. But that's a really cool um, that's a really cool concept. Do, do you have partners that, that you're that you're working with to do that? Or you? Oh uh, yes, yes. I, of I see course. you guys working with the Visitors Bureau. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Uh, Lee Nettles and those guys. Uh, quick uh, shout out to Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, have worked with us for years. Um, as well as all of the property management groups out in the Outer Banks. Um, they've been so great and gracious to us um, and our elites and, and pacers mm-hmm. who come out um, and, and take really good care of, of each of them. So when when are these races? Sure. So our Flying Pirate is in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Storm the Beach is actually this year going to be on Father's Day. So really okay. cool. Bring your kids out. Mm-hmm. Um, triathlon is in September. And then our marathon is always the second weekend in November, nice. Veterans Day. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so you just just finished the marathon. Um, you're the executive director of the entire series of events. Yes. Um, so what's your responsibility uh, race day? I'm oh, sure you've wow. got a lot, lot going so, on. So many. So yeah. many responsibilities. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you, um, it, it's a myriad of things. So our Saturday for our Saturday events – I'm out at the five and eight k. Okay, um, I'm I'm shaking hands and kissing babies, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in addition to that, I'm making sure our timers are, are on point, and we've got some great timers at yep. uh, precision uh, timing. In addition, I'm also going over to our expo and making sure that bib pickup goes well, mm-hmm. making sure that registration goes well for the for the marathon and the half marathon, yes. which is the next day. Yes, right. right. Um, as well as making sure our vendors are okay. Yep. Um, I handle the entire, um, I guess, process of Expo. Mm-hmm. So from recruiting and retaining our vendors to making sure they're comfortable when they're in town with us. And I'm sure you have a team of folks who work for you. Do you have a race director who Yeah, I've got who, a great – I've yeah. got the best race director in the game, nice. Chris. Okay. Uh, Jenny Ash uh, is second to none. Nice. Uh, okay. v- very happy to, to have her on our team. And she really uh, takes it to the next level. She just finished doing Ironman Lake Placid not too long ago, so she's she's still so in she's, super duper she's, shape. She's legit on the running and and uh, and biking and triathlon scene as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Docs, little trivia for you. I was uh-huh. I was perusing the results of the the marathon, which I, uh-huh. I really do want to do the marathon uh, okay. next year, Veterans Day. I've made that mental note. 
the second place finisher was a former UVA Cavalier runner. Uh-huh. Um, he's about 30. WC? You, you got it. Wow. <laughs> Will Christian was. Uh, so, you know, it's not. It looks like the, the your races are, are, are for everybody. We, we yeah. have a buddy, Will Christian, who was. Um, who ran for Virginia a little before or a little after us? Not too much. He's about our <laughs> he age. was before us. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was way before us. So you know, he's an elite. Like oh, Will yeah. runs, and yeah. you know, you had two a, a runner run two twenty two, so a fast uh, race. But oh, yeah. you have a little bit of of everything. It looks like you have you, you run the gamut of of elite runners to 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 everybody, right? Of course, of course. We we want to be a race that uh, is comfortable for for all. Um, levels mm-hmm. yeah are you are your races uh generally in the same town or are they up and down the outer banks Where? oh they're up and down so okay. our our marathon starts in kitty hawk uh-huh. but it finishes in downtown manio okay. okay point to point okay. yeah Very cool yeah okay. um our triathlon is in manio um our flying pirate um actually takes place in nags head okay. so we we go up and down mm-hmm. um and we're working on some stuff a little south of uh of nags head in, in manio so be on the lookout for that cool yeah so you've got uh you're working on some stuff you're working on races but i read an article uh that, that maybe you're working on some other things it's not just races it's not just triathlons what else what else what, what do you vision for your for your uh, nonprofit? Chris, you're a great researcher, man. <laughs> you, you, you found everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one of the things uh, when I first came in with the group that we looked at is we're Outer Banks sporting events. Mm-hmm. We're not just Outer Banks running. Now, we will not uh, get rid of any of our running events mm-hmm. because that's what, what created us. But we do want to open up to some other events. So, you know, I've gotten calls from some uh, NCAA golf tournaments. Wow. I've gotten some calls from Hobie Boat, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be cultivating that, and you'll see some of that in 2018, uh, us branching out to some exciting events to, to maybe couple with and, our And races. why do you think they're looking at you guys? Why do you think they're looking at the Outer Banks? What is it Oh, about? man, Southern Living Magazine says <laughs> yeah. we're the number one <laughs> island in the South, that. man. Yeah. Southern Living, that's Joanna's favorite magazine. Is that your favorite, Joanna? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is she's, one. She I mean, has two top subscriptions five, yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, People wow. in that, yeah. <laughs> but no, they did. They did rank you as. Uh, now let me get this right. Southern Living Magazine was named the South's best island to visit. So yeah, um, I, you know, so and that's that's high praise. There. Yeah, so Southern Living Magazine doesn't tell any lies, Chris. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so potential golfing events, uh, you know, pot- you know, potential all ty- all types of sporting events. Um, and, and I know you, you have a, a vision to, to really uh, engage that younger uh, person, that, that younger audience, which oh, yeah. I think all the road racing community is having a tough, tough time really speaking to. You know, these, these, these millennials like uh, Joanna here, they're, they're, not running, they're, not running, <laughs> they're not running as many races now these days. Um, you know, you, you're, you're envisioning speaking to these people and, and, and providing events or creating experiences for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a little secret, Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I happen to be a millennial. Oh, you can Yeah, yeah. Last time I checked my driver's license, I'm still in that. In that well, uh, he, but what's, what's, your, what's your trick to uh, engaging that generation? Oh wow! If if I gave that, I know. Yeah, there, seriously, oh, man. that is that is that's yeah. what He's every on the race. inside. That's his trick. That is it is. Well, th- that's part of it. People yeah. give to purposes mm-hmm. that connect with them mm-hmm. to people they know for purposes that connect with them. And if you're if you got somebody who's in the same group as you, it's easier to communicate. Yeah. I, think I, I saw. Agree, I, right? I, I saw. He's married with 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 a, a son, right? A daughter. 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 I'm sorry. Daughter. Yeah. I see. I did some research, but not as well. Yeah, as you were yeah. giving me props before. <laughs> daughter. Daughter's two. Yeah. So yeah. She's. I two. figured. You know, I've got a. I've got a son who's. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you're in fifteen months. <laughs> I, know I am. So I figured there's no way he could be. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, my daughter will be three at the end wow. of this month, November 26th. Yeah, man, I don't know how. I mean, that's a whole nother is, podcast. Is that so to say that I'm I'm that. younger than all of you because I don't have kids? <laughs> yes, is that yes, how that works? Yes, that's the metrics. Yeah, uh, the kids add Ponce ten to fifteen years. Yeah. No, no doubt. Yeah. 
but it is it is really cool that you're, you're you're trying to speak to that younger generation. I know that that's something that a lot of road races are doing. Um, Looking perusing your results again. I mean. Most of the races are, or most of the racers are that thirty-five to fifty-year-old mm-hmm. runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you, you can, you know, you can do uh, things like, uh, I think, you know, I will say, like doing something like the Southern uh, Southern Fried Six. Mm-hmm. You got Southern it. Fried Six. Yes, sir. You know, something different like that. Uh, the Storm the Beach. I think that younger population really would embrace those type oh, of yeah. different events. Oh, yeah, Chris. I'll tell you, this year at Storm the Beach, coolest thing ever, I saw a 55-year-old father racing his 22-year-old daughter in Storm the Beach. Nice. Who won? <laughs> the daughter, of course. Yeah, of the course, daughter, of yeah. course. Yeah. Youth, yeah. Youth over uh, experience all the time, you know. So, Joanna, who wins when you race PBR? Yeah, but PBR thinks that he can win. Yeah, her, her dad is PBR. Yeah, so well, you know, well, he would, he would argue that there's probably a few. T- there was a time he could beat you. I'm sure. Yeah, and well, and I don't have upper body strength either, so maybe on Storm the Beach, that's his time. Oh, to shine. that levels it out. Ooh. We got to get you guys down. Yeah. yeah. So we we do we 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 were gonna angle for that, but let's angle for that now. We want to get uh-huh. down. He there. brought so, it up. We didn't even need to angle yeah, I know. for it. I so, got you. I got you covered. You guys are family, man. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Nice. We we are gonna take you up on that. So tell us about like, like so what what do most people do? So if I'm a runner here. In DC, or if I'm a podcast here in DC, mm-hmm. I'm headed down to the Outer Banks. Like, you're not just staying, like you've mentioned, you're not just staying for the race and rolling out of town. What's generally your 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 people doing? How long are they staying? What are they oh, doing yeah. before the race? What are they doing after the race? What's going on? Oh yeah, our folks are coming down as much as a week before the race. Wow, they're staying down a whole week. They're going to places like Jockey's Ridge. They're going to the Wright Brothers Memorial. Yep. They're going to see the Lost Colony, you Very know, the cool. first settlers. Uh, they're going to um, the Whalebone Club and things mm-hmm. of that nature and really getting the, the historical presence of the Outer Banks. And then they're enjoying the nightlife, too. Yeah. Keep in mind, we've got some of the best food. Oh, man. Yep. And yeah. some really strong karaoke. Yes, very strong karaoke. <laughs> I know. Yes. You, you are definitely an outer banker. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yes, well, uh, we'll have to. I, I, I love all those things. I'm more on the nightlife side than the, you know, the museums <laughs> and touring, but all those things sound, sound, sound very cool. I hope your, your wife can maybe babysit my kid while we go out. Oh, you know? gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Covered. Gotcha. Right. Covered. We're, we are family here. <laughs> so, no, that is, that is awesome. Well, um, a couple things, a couple more things, Ray. Before we get you out of here, I, I, I did see uh, in my research that um, you were a antique car fan. Like, yeah, what, what, wow, what, yeah, I know, yeah. What? Tell, tell me about that. Where like, get this stuff. I know. <laughs> antique? Do you have antique cars? Do yeah. you like tinker with antique cars? So, you... I use the word antique a little loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my wife would refer to them as rust buckets, um, <laughs> but I've, I've got some uh, some fairly old school. I've got a I've got an old school um, '88 Land Cruiser. Okay, that's been redone. Land Cruiser is that like an SUV type yeah, deal? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've got a old school SL 500 Mercedes. Wow. Yeah, drop top. Love it, man. Wow. So do you actually drive these to work? Is that Yeah, your, yeah, is, I switch okay. out. Um as a matter of fact, I, my wife is making me get rid of some of them. I have 10. <laughs> some 10? So, can I 10 cars? Is is one of them a 1984 DeLorean and and does it have a time machine? I don't have a flux capacitor yet, <laughs> but okay. I'm working on it. Well, it's always out of stock on Amazon, yeah, which I know. is really yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Shop local. I'm sure somewhere local has it. Come on. I'll tell you my my favorite one. I've got a 95 BMW 850 Mm. that I'm in love with. Um, My dad had one when I was growing up, and I was able to find one again uh, when I finished grad school. So that's my baby. You had 10 cars. Yeah, yeah. I just got one. (laughs) I know. Yours is barely a car. Yours is like... She's got one of these tiny mini things. It's, oh, it's wow. like a go-kart, basically. <laughs> yeah, Very cool. Joanna's car can fit in the back of your Land Cruiser. Yes, <laughs> for sure. That's, that's awesome, man. Where do you keep all these cars? So right now they're 
um, between the Outer Banks mm-hmm. and my hometown, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. That's why my wife is making me get rid of very something. Cool. Do they have, like, a garage? Where do they live? Yeah. So, between the two houses in Winston, I've got five garages. Okay. So, wow. Wow. Um, five of them stay there, and I got a, a couple that are up and out. And then he and then he parks parks the other five in two hour parking spaces. <laughs> so he spends all of his time moving those cars. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How did you know? Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of other antiques, what are what kind of phone do you have? Not that I'm saying you have an antique phone. Right. But. Oh yeah, I'm. I definitely have an antique phone. Yeah. I've got See, a, he I'm, spends all his money on. He can't buy the i the new iPhone. Uh, yeah. Xer, yeah. Yeah. So. We uh, were talking about question. phones. Let him before. answer the question. Right, yeah. Sorry. I've got, I've got the old school Samsung. Okay. Samsung. Yeah. And and, and Android I think is. Is an know. Android. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking about phones before you came on. So, Very cool. Yeah. Very we were cool. we were we were talking about. It's, have you always been an Android user? I have not. I have not. Okay. How do you know this? You guys have like <laughs> ESP. Big brother. Uh, yeah. I was uh, I was an iPhone user for years, mm-hmm. and I uh, I cracked my iPhone. Mm. Ooh. And final straw. Yeah. Yeah, it was the final straw, um, and and I switched over to Samsung. Yeah. With Android. So you you like antique cars? You like antique phones as well? Yeah, like basically. You trying to go back flip <laughs> flip phone. Maybe I, get I would one love of those to have a flip big phone. Military. Do you remember the two ways, the Motorola two ways? Yes. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. love to have one of those yeah. right now. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not sure with your job, you, as much as you have to travel and all this, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. you're going to be able to, 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 to make that switch. But All right, finally, you, you mentioned Winston-Salem. Uh, we have a connection to Winston-Salem. My, my mother was uh, born and raised in Davie County, mm-hmm. uh, which is right outside Winston-Salem. Yeah. Or my, my grandmother, uh, who just passed away this past year at 99, lived in Advance, North Carolina for her entire life. So have you yeah. been through Advance? Because oh, I, I, yeah. I used to go every year to Oh, Advance. yeah, all yeah. the time, man. Oh, right on, okay. I used okay. to go through Advance to get to Lexington to the barbecue festival. Oh, the barbecue. I've been to the barbecue festival. How see, about that? See, yeah, yeah. There, there, is, there, there is very, uh, I mean, the best barbecue in North Carolina. That is, that. that's not That's not a lie. I know people say that about uh you know, there's, there's Mem- Memphis Memphis barbecue yeah, is, is something, dry rub, and, then, yeah. and then there's the the, the, North, the North Carolina is is the barbecue to, for me. All right. Well, I'm going to take the word from a guy who orders a plain turkey sandwich for every lunch. <laughs> oh wow! I know, Chris. I know, I know. No I know. toppings. Well, if I was definitely in, no mayo. If I was in Davie County, then I would be ordering uh, barbecue. But yeah, we have a con- <laughs> connection. So uh, you have. Uh, Family, or you live right outside Winston-Salem? Yeah, or? yeah. I, I grew up in Walkertown, North okay. Carolina, right outside of Winston, Very small cool. suburb of Winston, and born and raised there. Yeah. Uh, my parents are still there, grandparents. Wow. Very yeah, cool. Everybody's still there. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, that's a place near and dear to my heart. I love Advance, love Davie County. I'd, I'd go multiple times a year, so that's a cool connection. All right. Ray, this has been awesome. Um, we're going to... Um, we're going to talk to you about. We're actually. I've got. A, we got a lot of things working with Ray. He's going to talk to our marketing team. He's going to talk to us about uh, the, uh, the 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 potential of getting the podcast to one of his races. Yeah. So we've got we've got mm. a lot to do. But I, I I appreciate you joining us. And where, where can you find um, information about your races? You got a sure, website. Sure, sure. So obsse mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're also on Actives Listing. Okay. So we just switched over to Active as our registration platform. And you have a break now, but you have your your, your first race of 2018 is in April. Is that correct? Yes, yes. We've got our Flying Pirate yeah. half marathon. That's Folks, fantastic. come out. Please enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Well, we will uh, bring we'll bring a crew of people for sure uh, from from uh, Pacers Running from Pace the Nation. So that's that sounds like a a, a, a deal for 2018 for sure. All right, Ray. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. There he goes. That's Ray Robinson. He's the executive director of the Outer Banks Sporting Events. This is Pace the Nation. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Ray Robinson, 
mm-hmm. of Outer Banks Sporting Events. He's the executive director. He joined us here on Pace the Nation. Uh, he also left some gifts for us. He must yeah. be a listener as well. He, he knows that uh, we do like free stuff. <laughs> we, he left uh, s- some... Um, We've got some visors and the joint. What, what do you mm-hmm. got? A foam finger? A foam finger, yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joanna's number one. He said that she's the best, most she talented. Did. She did. He so did say that. she gets the number one foam finger. I love those foam fingers. I actually, when I went to Seattle, I brought a Redskins mm-hmm. foam finger, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you packed that in your suitcase. I did. I packed it in my suitcase. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, those are, these are like old, call, old school. These are old school. This is. I like, just like, like the thought that like he yeah. doesn't have a shirt or yeah, an extra Yeah, it's pair taking up <laughs> space that... Uh, he doesn't. It could be filled with something useful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Priorities. Um, yeah, but anyways, thanks to thanks to Ray. Really fun to sit down with him. They've got a lot of, of cool stuff going on down there, and uh, we seriously hope to uh, bring the show and, and and you know get let's get some listeners down there for for some of these races. I mean, it's not just a race. It's going to be a whole weekend, a whole week of a great experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we went down there to Kitty Hawk, we made an educational trip out of it so we could have like an educational trip for I'm going to do, like I said, I'm going to do the nightlife. You I guys think it would be education. fun to, let's take Farley as one of the bits. Let's take Farley to uh, the First in Flight Museum and and then quiz him afterwards. Yeah. To see like, what, what did he retain from that? I used to do that when I worked at the library with the kids that came to visit yeah. us. Yeah, so then so you you can re, you can take the lead. You can take the point on this uh, exercise. You're you're comparing me to the kids that used to come in. It's not a <laughs> fair great. comparison for the kids, to be <laughs> right. honest. All right. Well, thanks to Ray, we will work something out. Uh, so stay tuned for for some really seriously like some official stuff from Pacers Running uh, that will be in the works working with the Outer Bank Sporting Events. Their first race is in April. Uh, that's their their uh, flying pirate half marathon, I, I, and I do want to do that. Uh, the race on the sand, um, a buddy storm of, the beach, storm the beach. Mm-hmm. A, a buddy of ours did like like a hundred meters of burpees on the beach one time. Ugh. No, he did a mile, a mile of burpees. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said it was the most sore he's ever been. It was the worst thing he did. Yeah, it's the worst thing he's ever done. And he's yeah. run multiple they, marathons. They underestimated uh, how little distance you get yeah in a burpee yeah. yeah so a mile of a burpee yeah. on the sand and he said the sand just the sand being so difficult yeah to, you know to to run in slash jump in slash you know so anyways yeah don't put me down for that yeah so maybe an hour for the mile might be accurate for me yeah uh so awesome again thanks to to ray and uh the outer bank sporting events i uh, look forward to a, a, a strong partnership with them in the future all right, a couple things. Uh, one for Joanna, one for Docs. Uh, the topic for Joanna was the Des Linden article that came mm-hmm. out in Runner's World last week, where she was in a slump. Des Linden, uh, not yeah. not Joanna. No, well, both of us. But I, mm-hmm. I think Joanna could mm-hmm. probably relate. Okay. Uh, slump running wise, uh, she, uh, you know, you know, is ran the the Olympic marathon last year and acquitted herself nicely. I think it was maybe top ten or you know ran ran very well. Uh, there at the Olympic Marathon, uh, and then she placed fourth at the Boston Marathon uh, that following April, this uh, this past uh, April 2017, and then just kind of didn't feel like running. And, I know, I know exactly how that goes. <laughs> you know, I mean, you finish fourth at the Boston Marathon, and you know she's she's vying to try to win mm-hmm. the race every year. So fourth to her may be a disappointment. Me too, yeah. <laughs> In that Boston Marathon 5K that you run, yes. Uh, so you can relate for sure. Joanna, are you gonna run that Boston 5K this year? I have this, to. This, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so she took a break and just didn't run for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. Just didn't run, and a lot of folks thought that her career was over. As as you know, folks like Shalane Flanagan and Meb Kavlesky. Uh, <laughs> nice try, <laughs> Meb Kavlesky. Uh, you know, geared up for the New York City Marathon. A lot of folks thought that she'd be there, you know, competing with the likes of Shalane Flanagan and all the elite marathoners in the world. But she didn't run a fall marathon, just took a break. And you know what? She's not retiring. She's recharged. She's back. She's ready to compete again. And I think we're going to see another great uh, spring marathon from her, probably Boston 2018. So I related to Joanna because... Des Linden, someone who Joanna looks up to, mm-hmm. um, you know, as the or runner, looks down on Joanna's m- much taller <laughs> <laughs> as the 
resident track nerd of the the, the, the podcast here. She's a big fan of uh, Des Linden. Uh-huh. You know, she you know took some time off. You know, probably got her head straight, and she's back at it. So. Is there something to be learned there for, for for you? I love how transparent Farley's parables are. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know what the word means, but yes, they are. <laughs> well, typically you're also supposed to infer it at the end anyway. Okay. Um, well, I think we see this time and again in sports. Like Shalane took time off True. and then she came back and won New York. So I do think that sometimes you're so focused on like one particular thing that you can totally get burnt out. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe that's happened for me, maybe a little time off and I'll come back recharged. Are you starting to run again? I did run on Monday night and go. then I decided to quit again because <laughs> Strava wouldn't count my uh, miles. I just can't keep track. Strava thought... wouldn't count your miles? Yeah. So I, I went for a run. What a I, jerk. I brought my Garmin and I made a point. I, I ran like the course was like a little short. So it was like six and a half miles. And I made a point to go around the block. So yep. I was seven miles exactly. So I could like post that on Strava and be proud of my first seven long, miler. Seven miler. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it wouldn't upload. Strava wouldn't upload the run. It only uploaded part of the run and not the whole thing. Hmm. So it's worthless run. Yeah, yeah, I can't I even count it. it. So I yeah, I'm still retired. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's a horrible reason to give up. <laughs> to be, to be All right, fair. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep working on you. Um, but that was a cool story. We will tweet out that link from Runners World at uh, Pace the Nation. Uh, Docs, I had something for you mm-hmm. as you ran on one of the best West Springfield uh, teams or series of teams of all time. I won't say the year. Well, I got it kicked uh, off. I don't. I actually was <laughs> not on the best team, um, but. I think that this is also this is our holiday show. Like Farley's pulling things out of his gift bag. Yeah, I've got a story for Joanna. <laughs> yeah, I've got a story for Docs. Uh, I'm thinking like Wizard of Oz. Ray's giving us yeah. free entries into his races. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. this is the holiday show. You're because right. it's also kind of like you know the uh, the Tin Man like wanted a heart and he didn't get like a real heart. He got like a little pin on heart. I and- know he got ripped off. So so you didn't like your gift. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll work on your gift. All right, I got you. Um, but Docs, I wanted to, to bring up your West Springfield team as yes. it relates to love talking about it as much as you love talking about yourself. <laughs> the Loudon Valley mm-hmm. uh, high school cross country team that just won states with a perfect score. Right, that means that they got um, the first five places in the race. So for those that don't know about cross country, you get um, whatever place you finish are the points that you score, and the lowest score, the better. And five, your your first five runners are the ones that score. So the yep. best possible score you can get is 15 points in a meet, which means that you sweep the first five places. Yeah, it was the boys 4A state race, and it was the first perfect score in Virginia state history, uh, which is probably pretty obvious. It's, it's next to impossible to actually do what they did. Uh, they had a spread of guys running 15:20 to 16:04 was the fifth finisher. Uh, just an amazing performance. We talked to Sean Graham a few weeks ago about his amazing high school team and how they would stack up uh, versus Loudon Valley. Um, yeah, we've talked about your team uh, well, and how they would stack up. How does this compare to other championships well, let, around yeah. the country? Let's let's talk about this for a second, though. I, not to take anything away from from what these guys did. Because that's those are five very fast times, very impressive right. performance. But to play the role of the skeptic, to play devil's advocate okay. here, it they was were in paid the, off to. No, it was. It's in the four A race, but Virginia goes up to six A, and and so they they're not running against the the bigger schools. They're not running against the best competition in the state. So. While I think it's great that, you know, they did the best that they could in that race, I feel like if they had run against, you know, the the, the best competition in the state, if, if everybody had run, if it was like New Jersey and it was the mm-hmm. the uh, all-state meet or whatever it's called. Meet of champions. The meet of champions. They, they, they wouldn't sweep it. So we're kind of – again, they have a very impressive team, and I'm not trying to take away what they did, but – they they would not have swept the other. Why does Virginia have its school size? Oh. Yeah, its school size in a place like New Jersey, which is near and dear to your heart, does a meet of champs, which you know school size. All the state races do school size races similar to Virginia, but then the week later, 
all those championship teams actually meet. Yeah, they, so why doesn't Virginia have a meet of champions? Just not enough. Too many races. They're just many not races. on New Jersey's level. Oh, no, it's not that. Too many there's races. Too, there's too many races. Uh, I did I did reach out to Charlie Band and he had a comment on this. He said, uh, on one hand, they're the only Virginia team to record a perfect store in history, but on the other, there are six qualifications, classifications now, so the fields are much smaller. So to Dox's points, the yeah. fields are much smaller. But they built, beat some really good guys, uh, and not to let last year's Foot Locker finalist Price Owens, who's going to Georgetown, in the mix of the top five, or um, a couple of Midlothian or EC uh, Glass guys is pretty remarkable. Uh, basically, Charlie says they bring their own competition to the races. So these guys, they don't need to race against others because they got five guys who are mixing it up with each other and can, you know, duke it out amongst themselves. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing. So, and one of my friends, one of our mutual friends, uh, questioned uh, how they would stack up. He he, he baited me, just like you're baiting me right <laughs> I am. now. Yeah, I and and wanted to know how they would stack up against. You know the best team from. I my want high you school. to talk trash about Loudon Valley. Is what I want you to do. Well, I mean, I think that that the best West Springfield team would have given them uh, a run for their money, um, and running on a similar course. You know, I, I think Loudon Valley probably has the edge. They, they'd probably be the favorites going into it, mm-hmm. uh, but they probably wouldn't have even gotten the the, the top two spots. You know. Well, in Charlie's estimation, and you may be right, we'll never know. No, I am. In Charlie's estimation, uh, he believes if line if we lined everybody up in Virginia, the Loudon Valley guys would have the top three spots, would win the top three spots. Well, without a time machine, yes. <laughs> but you're you're asking for it for the use of of. Uh, Ray's uh, 84 <laughs> DeLorean, which I know he has and is, is just doesn't want to share it with us. Right, right. Um, but if we could take these guys back and, and, and race those those guys, uh, that's a different story. And if they go up against Sean Graham's team, I'm, I'm sure that they're not going to sweep Sean Graham's team. There's, It's still a great team. I mean, right. it, it's phenomenal uh, that they got five guys under, what, six, 16, 15. Yep. But... Um, you know, they're not sweeping every race with, with that performance. Uh, I wonder I wonder how they do against Sharif Karee. Well, uh, Sharif would win. Yeah, that's what that's – what I knew Docs would say that. Well, Sharif was under 15. Right. Well, you know, they don't any, have, any they don't given cross-country race. Yeah, this, is, this is interesting because when people talk about the greatest, like, baseball players or basketball players of all time, it's hard to say that because they're not all playing oh, in the same yeah, era. Right. Yeah. But with running, you do have time. Yeah. So you do have cross something. cross-country is just so – But it's the same course. Yeah. But the weather plays a big the factor. The weather, the competition, True. all that stuff plays such a factor. So it's – we'll never know. No, we uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also of note, Natalie Morris uh, from Loudoun Valley probably had the most exciting uh, finish of the meet. She outkicked uh, another competitor from Blacksburg in the last second to win. Uh, former guest Mike Mangan, his Lake Braddock Bruins girls, they won the 6A state title, so congratulations to them. It was their third title in four years. Uh the Lake Braddock and Oakton girls remain the top two teams in 6A. So that's very cool. On the Maryland side, uh, Walter Johnson won the 4A meet for the fifth straight year. Abby Green won the individual title. And Adam Nebraska from Bethesda Chevy Chase and Ryan Lockett from Poolsville won the individual title. In the D.C. side, uh, Paige Lester won the individual race and Gavin McElron won uh, his individual race as well on the D.C. state side as well. So... Just to update you guys on high school cross country, mm-hmm. uh, and I appreciate Charlie for sending that information on. Mm-hmm. And I, I really question um, your choice of which story was for which host because Joanna is such a diehard uh, <laughs> Virginia State even... cross country <laughs> yeah. historian. Notice she's playing on her iPhone too, yeah. uh, and, and can't can't. Yeah. Be Just imagine with what's going to happen when when she gets a new phone. <laughs> I know she can't be bothered with this conversation. Uh, speaking of uh, high school cross country and the Where Are They Now segment, Pace the Nation style, um, I saw Rachel MacArthur this past weekend. Okay. She, of course, was the high schooler on with Brandon McGordy. Uh, she ran uh, the regional NCAA regional race, the uh, East Region regional race, uh, was Villanova's 
fourth runner, and she was a scorer for Villanova, and helped the team uh, finish second, and she's going to head off to uh, NCAAs out in Louisville, so I'll see her run out there as well. So she's doing well for the Villanova Wildcats, uh, ran very well this past weekend. Congratulations to her. Other, uh, where are they now? Michael, and you're going to have to give me Saucony Michael's last name. Chestnut. It's not Chestnut. It's not Chestnut. <laughs> Nest out. Nest out. Uh, he's the new uh, sales representative for the uh, Eastern uh, Seaboard here for uh, Saucony. So congratulations to Michael. I know he's a listener. Uh, Saucony's got a good uh, employee there. And did I mention that former guest, sweat science guy Alex Hutchinson, his new book is out? No. All right. So that's uh, that's where are they now? Well, Michael, I hope Alex, that... I hope that you have a where are they now for next week and you didn't just use two up. <laughs> you know what? We have so many guests at this point. Uh, I, I'm sure. I and they're doing so many more things than <laughs> us that uh, there's always an update. That's exactly right. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, you can sign up now for one of my favorite road races of the year. The Jingle All the Way 5K and 15K that uh, will be December 10th. So uh, go to runpacers.com and sign up for that now. Speaking of road races, mm-hmm. there is a Fairfax turkey trot that Pacers Running puts on and a number of turkey trots coming up this next week. What turkey trot are you guys running? I'm not running a turkey trot none, this year. None. Yeah, you quit um, running. That's right. Docs. But I'm, I'm working at oh, some. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're working, working the some road race downtown for yeah. our, our timing team, uh, Docs. I've never done a turkey trot. It's not part of the Docs family tradition? No. I've, Mr. I've, and Mrs. Docs never uh, got you out to Mr. a turkey Mr. and Mrs. Docs don't exist. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I have never done a turkey trot. I, I wonder what year will be my first year doing one. Well, it is the biggest running day of the year. Mm, uh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Biggest running day of the year. Why have you never done a turkey trot before? Uh, I don't know. Just it's maybe because I'm usually making apple pies. <laughs> well, How many pies are you making? Um, you just make them and tell us time to eat. Well, you so. can you can go see Joanna at the some 5K turkey trot in DC. That's a good one. Uh, you can go see Lisa at the 5K in Fairfax, the Pacers running 5K uh, turkey trot out there. Where are they now? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was going to use her for next week. Yeah, she's a lot. been on the show. Um, you can uh, do the Alexandria turkey trot 8K, mm. which is a big one. Brian Danza's uh, turkey trot. Where are they now? Brian Danza's 8K that he puts on for DC Roadrunners. So a number of great races in the area. Uh, you know, there's an Arlington turkey trot. There's a Bethesda turkey chase. There's Pretty much everywhere you are, you Tell can us, find a race. Do us a favor. Tweet us or post on our Facebook page pictures of you at your turkey trot. Yes. Yep. I think it's a, that's, that would yeah. be great. Tweet us at Pace the Nation. So in the theme of races here, you know, Carrie, we mentioned before, reached out to us, talked about races you can travel to. Ray gave us a great series of races that you can go to the OB, uh, Outer Banks t- to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Michael P. Miller. He was all over. He goes uh, everywhere. Social media. Yeah. In Vegas, doing his race. Uh, yes. I, I I think he did multiple races. Maybe the marathon. Maybe the five k. Uh, so he, he he did the five k. He's he's funny. He he did the five k, and he wore as much marathon gear as possible to kind of like <laughs> tell everybody in the five k. You know, I'm really a marathoner, yeah. not a five k'er. <laughs> That's Doc's calling Michael P. Miller out right there. That's good. No, he he, he, oh, he specifically said oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so those are a couple great uh, destination races. What are your destination races? Now are you, you asking us in the room? Or are you asking our audience? Well, let's ask the audience. Yeah. Tweet us. Let us know what your favorite destination races are. I'm sure we'll hear a lot about the Outer Banks ones. Uh, you, know, you can also us, email Facebook. E- email, tweet us. Facebook. Put us. it on Facebook. Our email is pacethenation at gmail.com. Yep. Facebook is pacethenation. Twitter is at pacethenation. Yep. Just a, a quick preview. I, I'd be curious if anybody's ever run any of the Disney marathons or, or the Disney half marathon. Because oh, I know Michael P. Miller has. He does those. Because I, I kind of feel like... I feel like Disney does everything great. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be a really 
really cool experience. Also, I hope that the course would go through the Ewok Village. That would be pretty cool. I might do that if it, if it does. I'd love to run a, 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 a marathon through Ewok Village in, in its entirety. I didn't um, even know. I know what Ewoks are, but I didn't mm-hmm. know there was a village of Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you think they live? <laughs> I, I know they're short, fuzzy yeah. people. They're like little teddy bears. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they'd live. Um, Somewhere I've, in Star Wars land. I've kind of. I've always wanted to run a marathon in Europe, or maybe I, I don't do marathons anymore. So maybe half marathon in Europe. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'll just run the last six miles of a marathon in Europe. Um, <laughs> right. I think it's a. I think it, I actually think that is a brilliant idea that they, you can run these, yeah. these folks in. Uh, yeah, so maybe bring that idea to something in, in Europe. Um, well, well, Berlin's big. I kind of I wouldn't mind doing Paris. I've yeah. done like this this rollerblading through Paris once, which was really cool. Wow. Um, it's like they, they just shut down all the streets and everybody does this whole thing. And all you had to do was rent your own rollerblades. And we'll I didn't know to, how to uh, stop. And I was going down this hill and I almost died twice. But it was fun. Well, that's for another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc's rollerblading. Did not realize that. Joanna, what's your... Uh, what will what, be your favorite uh, destination race? Ooh, uh, New York City. New York City. Yeah, that's a New good one. New York. That's a good one. Yeah. The lot. I knew the it. lot. Nothing yeah. can ever come close. <laughs> but would you, um, what if you can't stay at the lot, though? That's the thing. Uh, New York is still the greatest race. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty good. Farley, you've, you've done some traveling. What's, what's your... Uh, yeah, New York is, is, is great. Uh, well, let's let's try to let's try to like yeah. not go with the. Yeah. I would also I'd plug Maine. Maine has a couple of really great races. Uh, they have one. I think it's in September, maybe in October. It's a, a half marathon with shipyard, so you yeah. get beer at the end. I, I, uh, I, I that sounds like a fun. I, I actually I think of the marathons I've done. Uh, Chicago, great city. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, running Cal International. Sacramento, I wouldn't have thought would be, be a great city, but I really had a good time there. Uh, fun point to point race, good time of year in December. Ooh, Seattle. Seattle was was good, and then you can mm-hmm. do all the touristy things that Chris did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we we uh, actually brought this up uh, in one of our first shows that we ever did, and we posed the audience, and Chris Jeton. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Uh, he did the Pikes Peak race, which was running from the base uh, in in the valley all the way up to the top of Pikes right. Peak. And, and we actually had him on, I, I forget which episode number, I'm going to guess seven, uh, but I don't think that's right. Um, but we actually had him on, and he talked to us about that race. Uh, remember him? He used to listen. I and mean, tell us cool songs. Yeah. The Where Are They Now segment is just we, the well, largest Well, we need to know the where, are, yeah. where is he now, because <laughs> he, he kind of... I think he, he realized that we're not as cool as him, <laughs> and so he just stopped coming to the happy hours and stopped listening, which yeah. is a shame. Do you follow him on Strava? No, I, I don't. Yeah, to, check him out. See if yeah. he, Find out where he is now. Chris Jetton. Chris Jetton, are you alive? Let us know. All right, great show, guys. Thanks again to Executive Director of Outer Banks Sporting Events, Ray Robinson, for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, check out his website. Check out his races. I'm sure we'll we'll be checking them out together uh, this this next year, 2018. So thanks again to Ray for joining us. Joanna, thank you for soldiering through another episode. Docs, thank you for all you do for the show, and thank you to the listeners. We're 131 episodes in. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you guys. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We will see you next week.
my gosh, this lady almost got hit by the car. Ooh, that's not good. All right. Oh, man, you were supposed maybe, to let us know. Maybe <laughs> maybe use a crosswalk. Especially if you're going to walk that if slow. If you're that slow, yeah. yeah. Is she waiting on the bus or something? Yeah. Probably, <laughs> so. yeah. This All is right. this is the other thing that we do rather than than uh, human interaction, it, especially yeah. Joanna and I love looking out the window when when he starts talking. I, I talk just look out the window and, and watch, watch people parking. Yeah, yeah. I love people watching watch. is fun. It is great. Yeah. Just watch people parallel park is my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, the, I like watching the parking, um, and then the, when the the meter maid shows up to ticket everybody. By the way, uh, before everybody showed up, I was setting up, and there was a guy who went into that uh, building right across the street, and he got out, and he put his own ticket on his windshield and <laughs> went inside for like 10 minutes and then came back out. Yeah, That is very smart. I think that if if uh, you're the meter maid, you're going to look at it. You'll be like, well, this is my patrol, and I definitely didn't give him a ticket, <laughs> so now he's getting two tickets. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray, you... Um, you have a very famous last name, so I'm I'm surprised or not last name like your whole full name, name. Your, yeah. your full name. So I, I was very surprised all this research that Farley did, uh, how he found one? me, right? Yeah. yeah, that's why like, I was surprised. I'm yeah. like, how did you find me? Yeah. Uh, well, because my name's Chris Farley, and when people search me. They find the fat guy in a little coat, so yeah. I can relate. Fat guy in a little <laughs> you coat. You got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can relate. So I know how it works. So my grandfather did storm the beach once. In yeah. In France, yeah. In Normandy. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Nailed it. Freaking nailed it. Have you guys ever noticed that that uh, nobody that comes out of that building across the street has a suit that fits? That tells me something about the business. Yeah. The first thing that they should say is, like, go get a suit that fits you. Maybe that's what they learn on day one, though. I, well, then they don't. nobody comes back on day two. They're not paying <laughs> them enough. That's the, that's the thing. If they got these ill-fitting suits. It's not a business. It's, it's a, it, they're, like, teaching people. No, oh, okay. I think. That's what I assumed. You can always tell the interns on the hill because their clothes never fit them either. Yeah, yeah that's true. All right, this podcast, of course, is spam. <laughs> it's spam. <laughs> it's spam for your freaking ears. That's what it is. 